I find people often will get hung up on like, so I'm supposed to share, but I don't want to share this piece because it's, it hits too close to home. It's too deep. It's about somebody in my past. It's about somebody I don't want to speak ill of now. And so how do I share that? And that's what I would love to say is like, yeah, but the thing that stands out to these people is the transformation and specifically your movement through this. Whether you're determined to build your dream business, to become a better communicator, to create the leverage in your life, to connect with yourself, to become more purposeful, to master your schedule, to quit your job, to travel to Europe, no matter what the goal is that drives you, this is the show for you. This is a space where we can transparently talk about all the things you're determined to accomplish or improve in your life and bring you the tactical tips and strategies to help get you to that next level. My name is Jamie Milam and I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur and like you, I dream big. I rebuilt my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote when I became a mother and today I am living my life by designing it in alignment with my goals. Recently divorced and back to being a single mom and simultaneously running multiple businesses, I know that I can figure anything out when I am determined. With the right resources, determination, and motivation, I believe you can make your dreams and goals a reality. This is Determined AF. I'm stupid excited for today's episode because I actually had the chance to listen to today's guest on another pod episode. And man, that conversation hit me and I was just super excited to then be in the same online community as today's mm-hmm. guest, who is Alex Streets. So thank you so much, Alex, for showing up today. I appreciate that. This is such a joy. This is going to be a, a, a lot of fun, I can tell already. So thanks for having me. I don't know if everybody can handle this much energy in one space, man. It's got to be <laughs> real. <laughs> well, for those of you that don't know Alex, Alex uh, was an actor, a youth pastor, a public speaker in that space for more than 20 years. Um, He has coached TEDx speakers, best-selling authors, and six-figure coaches. Uh, And what he specializes in is storytelling and how that really plays in to how you can just connect with an audience, impact, and change the world. So he helps entrepreneurs create a very clear message when it comes to your own personal story. And I actually had asked Alex uh, prior to today's show how determination has played a role uh, in his life. And something that you said, Alex, uh, Mm. was your story, somebody had said to you, your story is your superpower. And that is so strangely alignment with me in my universe, because that is exactly what my coach had said to me a few months ago that actually inspired me to come out and be honest and embrace my own past for what it has been and how it's empowered me along this journey. And um, I had shared with her my story of my, you know, Rubbermaid storage tote. And she was like, that is just so powerful just to envision, to see that, right? She's like, that's your story, Jamie. Like you, you should step into that space because determination has played such a role. And I'm like, huh, you know, and I really had to dive into that, right? And so you know, you've said that when you share your story, you shape the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm personally curious because when I hear that statement, I can't help but hear, you know, the need for a person to 
accept, have acceptance for themselves and authenticity yeah. as building blocks for being able to share their story. And I'm curious if you have found that to be true and the people that you have worked with. Yeah. Oh, geez. This is all so good. Okay. So yeah, we go to this idea of um, your stories, your superpower, and then uh, as you're saying that you're, and I believe when you share your story, you shape the world. And so, yeah, how does somebody, when they embrace that idea that my story, ultimately it's my story matters. Forget about your story is your superpower. Like just start with the fact that it, it matters. Like we need it. <laughs> it's, it's important. Um, and when you start to embrace that, when you start to see that, oh yes, this, not just like this journey I've been through is incredibly impactful and empowering and captivating. And like, wow, when I tell that story, people lean in, but there's actually this, this, then you take it to this next level of like, oh, and when I, when I do that, when I actually understand what was going on there, what was the purpose? What is that transformation? Then I start sharing that. That's when people go, you're kidding, you too? And that's when we start to shape the world because you found enough clarity and confidence in your own journey, just enough to speak it out so that somebody else could say, that's me. And then they take that and that helps them go and shape their world and do the same thing with what, with what you just did. That's how this creates this long-lasting, ever-flowing impact, all starting with you going, what, do, what have I been through? And like, what, what did happen? Ultimately, why do I care right now? Mm-hmm. And when you start to dig into that, then you unpack all of this and that's, that's this journey. Yeah, you know, something that I hear when you're saying that is this principle of vulnerability. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it's fascinating. I just said the word. I've done a lot of somatic work this year. Um, and I just said the word and I got these like chills that went down my leg. If I had said that word four months ago, mm-hmm. I would have had a physical like stomach and throat reaction, like where I wanted to vomit. Yeah. It didn't even matter if I was being vulnerable, just this just saying the word vulnerability would make me want to throw up. Um, and I had an instance, I was in this group class, uh, there's about a hundred agents or so in this room. And I had recently shared a post just a little bit about my journey with my divorce, right. Things that I've been coming into on my own. And I had Mm -hmm. taken a trip, um, nothing about the details of my relationship, of course, just my own transformation and what I was learning about myself. And this girl comes up to me and she said, I just want you to know that your post the other day, it really hit me. You know, I'm just, I'm so in awe of your vulnerability and your authenticity to share your story. And I just was like, um, first of all, what's your name? You know, nice to meet you. Secondly, which post are we talking about? And she starts (laughs) to talk about the divorce and everything. And she was like, I just really admired that you were able to share that because it impacted me. You said things, you know, I'm farther along in my journey mm-hmm. post-divorce than you are. And I went into the bathroom and I had tears in my eyes and I just thought to myself, I'm like, that's it. Like the power of connection is through vulnerability. So this is, this is what I'm, I'm interested in with that, because this is, this is the key. This is where a lot of people get, get kind of stuck on this too. It's like, Oh, storytelling. Okay. So I'm just supposed to to share everything and just start to now like write my memoirs and and tell it all over the internet. But where I'm interested in that is not just even the way that 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 person responded to you saying like, thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing that. 
which inevitably is also saying because most people aren't or there's something else to that of like, well, now I know this about you. Maybe she's just responding and saying like, that's probably really difficult to share that with a group. Thank you. Like there's just, but I'm more interested in like, how did, what did she connect with, with you in that in saying like how you felt is how I felt or how you feel is how, like how I'm working towards, like what was there, was there more beyond simply the act of showing up vulnerably that she mentioned about the actual content or story itself? Was there something that jumped out there? Yeah, it was just a lot more about the transformation, the things that I was learning about myself, you know, in reflection from my divorce, right? The the actual therapeutic work in recognizing who I maybe had been during my marriage versus who I'm learning about myself now and embracing and some of those difficulties. Right. And I think that because she had gone through a divorce and, you know, I'm, I'm always very careful because, um, I do not think illy of my ex, you know, I think he's a good person. I just think that we are not the right fit for one another. And Mm -hmm. so I'm always cautious about that. Right. But, you know, so I think that she, it, it was saying something and here I heard, um, I heard Kathy say this once and she said, uh, the things that go viral are the things that make people feel like they are not alone. Right. And Mm -hmm. and that is pretty spot on, including in alignment with what you do. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there was something in there that made her feel like I'm not alone in the difficulties that I had in my marriage and the transformation that I'm seeing about myself. And it's okay to be happier about who I am now than who I was when I was married. Well, and this is, this is what's important because people are hearing this and they're going to keep tuning into your podcast and hearing you share your story more and more and be, be more vulnerable. And, and I find people often will get hung up on like, so I'm supposed to share, all, but I don't want to share that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't want to share this piece because it's, it hits too close to home. It's too deep. It's about somebody in my past It's about somebody I don't want to speak ill of now. And so how do I share that? And that's, what I would love to say is like, yeah, but the thing that stands out to these people is the transformation Mm -hmm. and specifically your movement through this. I felt like things were hard during this time. It was really difficult to think about moving out of the house or really like I was considering how the, this relationship was breaking, whatever you were going through as these, these feelings. And I would, I would lock in on that and be like, what was the feeling that you had through that? And then you say, and look how I've changed just in the past four months or the, over the past six years, how things have shifted to where I am now with this like wide open determination to like make my own life. That's the movement here through the difficulty. I find determination. And I know that you can too. And that's where people go like, huh, you're kidding. It's possible. And like, I want that. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that was a question that I wanted to ask you, right. Is um, I'm sure that you have come across people who have struggles, right. Getting through having that comfortability of sharing their story, because, you know, even though we're talking about this one thing that she found connection to, obviously my story that I truly stepped into for the first time publicly this year, you know, was just kind of my journey of, you know, being out on my own at 15, you know, overcoming a season of being a meth addict, uh, you know, becoming a mom at the age of 19, you know, Mm -hmm. and all of the, and then rebuilding my life out of the single Rubbermaid storage tote. Right. And for me, 
uh, I do very much recall my shift in my word with vulnerability. I was sitting at lunch with a friend and I told him I was going to do this podcast and I'm going to share this thing. And he was like, you know, you don't have to tell everybody all the details of your life, Jamie. Right. And mm-hmm. I said to him, I was like, you know, I totally get that there's a time and a space and there's people who have earned the rights to know the full details of things. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, I'm, I feel ready. Like I feel ready to say, this is something that I went through, which was very, very challenging and has played a huge role into why I worked with survival skills first. Right. And then that turned into continued determination and then just, you know, very purposeful planning um, and strategy and how to achieve bigger and next goals. Yeah, I imagine that that comfortability and like you're saying, because people get caught up and they have to share all of the details and that's uncomfortable. Uh You know, is that the most common struggle that you see with people in telling their story um, or are there other struggles that are more common? Uh, Yeah, that's that's a good one. And it depends. Right. Because people all, you know, you level your you you sort of rate your own story differently than anybody else would. And you 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 say, oh, yeah, well, it's really heavy or it's really complicated. And then you talk to me about it and I'm like, okay, yeah, I see it. Like I, I typically people will come in either saying my story's too big. And then they'll, they'll tell me about it. And they're like, sorry, that's such a mess. I'm sorry. I gave you a lot. I'm like, well, yeah, you gave me a lot. Cause it's 30 years of life. Of course it's a lot. <laughs> like, let's not, you know, you don't have to be angry or like upset. That's what I was expecting. Um, and also look, it's more clear than you think it is. It's typically how that conversation goes, or there's this, yes, absolutely. When we're thinking very strategically about this, like, how do I use my story to grow my business? And they get into their story and they're like, yeah, no, like I had this, I didn't feel safe in my home because there was abuse of some kind or uh, this marriage. Yeah, there was, there was something or even this workplace. And, and so they go through this terrible experience that they had where other people were involved. And it's very hard to tell that story because- of the other people involved and how that might hurt or be difficult for them to hear. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then that conversation usually goes to, okay, well, look, there's a version of this that you can tell that is so general, Mm -hmm. only the people involved will know. Mm -hmm. And so we can go that way. Or if your story hits too close to home, if you're in that category, then maybe it's time to go to those people and ask them, say, look, I'm at this stage where I know that this is important for the world to hear because it's going to help mm-hmm. change lives based on the experience that I've had. Um, I'm not necessarily asking for permission, but I'm letting you know first, right? And maybe there's some healing that has to happen still there. Or you just go for it, and just spit it out there and, you know, say, screw it. And I, I don't know that I would necessarily um, suggest that. But Listen, that's I was an about to say, I'm an advocate for that one, Alex. <laughs> but here's the thing is, I think that there is a tasteful way to be able to do that without right. dragging anybody through the mud. Because my thing is, is uh, we all we all go through our lives and it's our movie, right? And Come on. Yep. we only see from, th- from our perspective. And yes, that's yep. the entire key of relationships is communicating so that we can understand how, what movie are you seeing? What does it look like on your screen? What's your perspective? But going through it and when it's already something that's happened in the past and relationships are damaged or done, whatever that looks like, where it was, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like it's still your perspective. And at the end of the day, those feelings still resonate in our bodies. So it's not being um, exaggerative. It's not, you know, telling lies. It's just telling yeah. your own perspective. And that's up to every individual to, you know, 
act in their own integrity, you know, to tell those stories the way that they saw them. But there are ways to do that without dragging them through the mud and be okay yeah. with, you know what, I'm telling my story. Yeah. You, you are yeah. more than welcome to take on any other public platform just like me and go tell your version of it if that's what you want to do. You know, like, so- Well, I mean, and that's the thing, right? Then we get afraid. We're like, oh, this is just going to be a freaking smear campaign or like, <laughs> this is just political ads on TV then. And that's obviously not the goal of this. We, no. We're talking about something that's like way, way more purposeful and, and deep. And what's the, what is the point of this? If you're doing this to just drag their name through, then like, honestly, right. like, I don't want to be a part of that. That's so, right. Right? right. We're not going to be doing that. And that's not why you're going to be listening to this podcast even. Um, but the people who are listening to this are sitting out there going like, yes, how do I move forward? And how do I make an impact in this world? How do I do what I'm supposed to do with the gifts that I have? That's why you're sitting here. And so you're saying, of course, I want to understand my experience better so I can translate that clearly so that other people can find themselves in a similar experience and know that they're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And if you're sitting here saying, that's me, Alex, yes, then we can have a really good conversation about what that story is and how to clearly tell that. But if you're in this other way where you're like, ah, like, fuck it, I just want to talk about this person and trash them. <laughs> what are yeah, you that's doing? Not our space. Like, that's, that's not, that's right. That's exactly. a caveat that so, it's not our space. We're not here to drag through mud, but you don't necessarily have to ask everybody for permission to go and tell 100%. that version. Because like right. you said, we can do that without details. I am curious though, because, you know, we are talking about how when you know, you know, what you've gone through and whatnot. Do you find that it's difficult for people to even recognize what their story is and how that can be impactful to others? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And uh it's interesting. Can I just ask you, like, so you said, you know, just a few was it months ago you had a coach say that to you? Weeks, days. Um, and I've been with this coach since the end of 2019. And I for the first time, I'm gonna also throw this caveat out there because I do think that this is very important, right? Like I have been on a journey with my same therapist since uh 2019, uh, 2020. Uh, uh, yes, that's correct. 2020. Um, and that's weekly therapy, just throwing that out there, full transparency, yeah, yeah. everybody like this is true support for me. Yeah, right. Um, and so even though I've been with my coach since 2019, obviously she's not working full blown into my personal life. Right. So yes, earlier this year, I finally told her my story in talking about something different. And then she was like, yeah. Jamie, like she called that out. Like, let's pause on that for a second. Yeah. Like, Wow. You know, and so, yeah. So what were you focused on before that? I mean, you've been talking with her for two years as a coach before you dive into your story. Like what, what is, what has the focus been before? Well, yes. So she was helping, she was my coach uh, for my real estate business. Right. So for me, um, just driving sales, uh, transactional sales in, you know, buyers Mm -hmm. and sellers. Right. And then we, we shifted this year, um, to incorporate the coaching business that I have launched this year. Right. And so now it's working with other individuals and helping their transformations. And as I'm sure you're aware, we all hear that avatar, you know, we talk about the, the pain points that our Mm -hmm. ideal clients have and the transformation that they will get from the services. Right. But there was a difference in recognizing that this transformation played a massive role into why I'm passionate about what I'm passionate about, which is, that there is a way to figure this out. Like if you have a big goal, we can figure it out because we can yeah. reverse engineer it. Cause I've done it every season of my life. 
Well, did you love what you, we're going to get into this. I know your question was, do people struggle finding their story? And I think I want to, I want to just take us on a path here, but like, what did you love about doing the real estate work? Um, Well, and I still love it, right? It's still helping people meet their goal. I know that I just said that it wasn't even like scripted, right? It really is helping people meet their goal. And Uh that's kind of what it is, is, you know, especially with sellers, it's like, let's reverse engineer this. Like, what's your, what is your intended timeframe? So I really just love helping them say, okay, we've got this goal. We want to make a move. Like I just see it as a goal, right? So cool. Like let's meet that goal. The goal just happens to be house or Correct. And there are right. many steps in between that might meet right. your needs that you need, et cetera. Right. So it's, it's, there's a different transformation there. Um, but it's a big one, right? But it's the end result is what, how goal, do they feel? Uh, uh, relieved, um, you know, yeah. or ec- ecstatic, you know, but also that that was a big goal on our plate and now yeah. we can check that list. Yeah. Right. And that's, and I think that's, that's what you're doing with your coaching business now. As well, yeah, right? like we're reverse engineering the, the goals. Yeah, we put together the plan. And that was the thing that with my clients, and I've always been listing heavy more than buyers. And mm-hmm. buyers just take a lot more um, uh, relational type of space where you're going out multiple times, right? For me, yeah. it was with sellers, same with my medical sales. It was there's, there's this need for this service and I can help get you there. But with yeah. sellers and with clients, coaching clients. It's, I have this goal and we need to reverse engineer to find the right plan for you and your needs to be able to get you there on the timeline. And here are these yeah. metrics that we hit along the way, the little milestones, right? And your, and your spirit of determination is what it's, we see the goal and we are not going to stop until we, we're going to do what right? it takes to get there. Okay. Yeah. We're going to so, do it. I mean, and we are going to figure it out. So I think this is it. This is where, uh, you know, again, do, do people have trouble finding, seeing the story that matters, seeing that it does matter to discovering it, seeing what it is. And I think, yes. And often it's, it's because we're looking at, at what's in the moment, right? We get so focused on what's in the moment. What am I doing now? How am I helping people now? I am loving this conversation and hope you are too. We'll get back to it in just a moment, but I wanted to share something with you real quick. Did you know that a combination of coaching and training can increase your productivity by 88% versus 23% from training alone? I mean, that's staggering. The year that I hired a coach, the revenue in my own business increased by 210%. That doesn't even include what I was able to add to my pipelines, the skills learned for communication and leadership, more or less the boundaries I was able to incorporate into my life to get more time back. How would you like to see returns like that? Those who are coached feel 80% more self-confident and it's no wonder why when you are in an environment that is encouraging you, offering strategies, and coaching you to self-discover so you are able to approach future challenges with more confidence and less overwhelm. That's why I wanted to create a space for entrepreneurs where you can come in and receive just that. I'd like to invite you to reserve your spot in our successful AF community. This is a private group membership for you to be in community with other entrepreneurs to connect, engage with, and mastermind about systems and strategies that have been successful all around. Packed with exclusive tips for purposeful activities to create consistency and scalability into your business. Not to mention encouragement and inspiration along the way. Head over to jamiemilam.com slash successfulaf to learn more today and use the promo code DETERMINEDAF 
for 30% off of your first two months. Let's be successful AF together. And when we think about, you know, what this is, and, and so whether it's real estate for you or it's, or it's individual business coaching, and, and we're getting into these moments where I'm helping someone reach their goal, you go, what's the story with that? And you're like, well, look, I started with a Rubbermaid bin. And like I said, I see what's ahead and I'm not going to quit. And I'm going to figure so you go, it out. Right. So how long ago was that? What's that Rubbermaid bin moment? Uh, about 17 years ago. Okay. So 17 years ago, right? So you go back that far, but I would say, and this is the thing. So people go, okay, well, there's my story. And, and that's what I'm going to tell. And I would say, actually, like there's more than that. Cause how old were you at that moment? Uh, I was eight. We're gonna... Oh, I was 19. Okay, great. So then there was 19 more years and you, you touched on it a little bit. You're like 15. I was like, I started getting to meth and then whatever. And so, but I would go, so you, you sit here right now, Jamie, like, here's the discovery of the story. You sit here right now, determined AF. You're like, I want, I want to help people feel relief and, and this um, excitement because they just met a goal that they were determined to get to. Determination is the, is the main word. Well, where does that begin? And so then I would go back to you even before 15 and say like, where does determination show up for you in your life before those barriers got in the way? What was that like? Is that a reality? Is that who you were? Or were you not that and you had a picture of that somewhere that you were like, that's the woman I want to be? Hmm. That's a great question. I was actually just recently asked a different version of that. Um, and uh, two things is one, I was raised uh, for a short stint, first eight years of my life by my grandmother. Um, yeah. She's single. Uh, she's a badass. You know, she she worked on her own roof. You know, she yeah. worked with boat motors. Um, and honestly, I do think that there was a part that was planted there. You know, yeah. I was very mature yeah. at a young age. But I will definitely say that somewhere along the lines within my childhood between ages of 10 and, and you know, 13 or so, mm -hmm. there just seemed to be a disconnect. Um, and I just didn't ever really feel truly wanted at home. Um, yeah. And so I started couch surfing around the age of 13, 14 with friends. And so eventually it was just like, well, I'm just going to figure this out, you know, and yeah you know, lived with the boyfriends, didn't have the boundaries and everything. And I had to fill out my own healthcare forms in high school, you know, to get Medicaid, um, you know, had to figure out how to get my mom to come into family therapy. Yeah. Uh, and so eventually what happened is I think that I felt, and I say, I think, because I can't deny the fact that there is a little bit of blockage, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. that comes from small doses of trauma mm -hmm. and, um, and big dose. Uh, yeah. But I think that along the way, somewhere along the lines, I just decided I, I am kind of tired. This shouldn't be on me. And that's where the drugs came in, right? It was, yeah. let's figure out something different because I'm tired of figuring it all out. Fascinatingly though, even though I was a meth addict and I went out on my own at 15 living with a boyfriend, we were, I was like, let's get this place because it's across the street from the high school and I can just walk over here. I mean, out of my entire high school transcript, I still only had five B's on my transcript. I mean, I was like, I'm gonna do my schoolwork. You know, yeah. I stayed on top of all of that because I didn't want to somewhere subconsciously, I didn't want to mess up my future. Um, so I think that there was a seed planted, you know, probably yeah. by my younger years with my grandmother, you know, kind of telling me that I could you know, 
be what I wanted mm-hmm, to be, mm-hmm. that I could, you know, be impactful and that I was so smart and all the little things that grandma say. So I think that but that then, probably But then what was there like this again, what was all that, right? Then you go like, well, what was that? Was that an escape then? It was like, I need, I felt like I needed to escape. I felt like I needed to, or I felt like, as you said, unwanted kind of disconnected is huge. Yeah. You know, and this is the same for a lot of addicts, right? right? It's like you yeah. look for an environment where you have a place, you have a purpose, you think, mm-hmm. right. That you feel um, a social connection to, you think that these people are your tribe right? You think you have a role in that. So if you feel unwanted in other spaces, especially at an age when you do need boundaries, even when you Mm -hmm. think you know it all. um, And I can say that because I have a 16 year old right now. So, um, you know, like they, they need boundaries. I needed boundaries. I needed guidance and I didn't feel wanted at home and my quarters at home weren't great. So I just wanted to be out and about whatever that looked like. Um, And at the same time, it was, if we're going to do it, let's try to do it smartly. <laughs> let's still try to be well, purposeful I, about it. Right. Let's so that, and that's role. the through line, right? Again, that's, that's what's beautiful about this. So again, I'm, I've been, been fantastic with this because I'm kind of just playing with this and like, okay, well, let's use you a little bit here as an example to, to show like, this is the thing, right? People start with a story and they're like, yeah, what's my story? What does this matter? What, what's the point here? And as soon as we start to go a little bit bigger and we start to see like, this isn't a new development. This is, this is who you've been all along. The story that you're going through is a story that you've gone through. And if we can see that, then we see that like, actually, yeah, I've always been this kind of badass, determined person, always going to figure it out and find my way. I just hit a ton of barriers along the way. And that disconnected me from self, from future, from, from my own empowerment, from my family, it disconnected me from a lot of things all the way to the point where like all I had was me. I think you said your kid, right? And and a Rubbermaid bin. Was that right? Is that what where that story well, leads to? I started with the Rubbermaid tote. That's why I got the tote. Actually, I picked up the tote at the Goodwill so I could put some, you know, get some baby stuff at the Goodwill as well. And right. I only had a small little duffel bag bag so everything could fit into that tote uh-huh. um so i had the tote before i had the kid and i there still have go. the okay, tote great. to this day um and the kid i still have him too uh, <laughs> you know so i mean and and then it it grows from there to be like see it, like all it took like whatever that was and whatever happened in those moments but i would even draw that let's draw it more recently to a story that we've been talking about over the last two years of you being in therapy and having coaches is like you know most of my life or i've been i was uh uh determined person growing up and like kind of fearless I could figure it out but then just got really disconnected for many years um it wasn't until just a few months ago that a coach actually helped me see that like my whole journey matters to the the mission that I'm on now and so now here I am setting new goals the way I've always set goals since I was in high school and and helping you do the same so that you can move forward and reach those goals with determination never going to quit because you're worth it if you feel disconnected right now from your own goals, from your own passions, from your own community, from your own family, from who you are, I get it. I've been there. A little determination goes a long way. And I'm here to help you get there. Yeah, right. So now we've got a this word. <laughs> you just said a word that I wrote earlier when you were talking about like, what were those feelings that you were feeling? Right. And I had wrote yeah. down, like, I felt not worthy. Right. Yeah, I felt yeah. not worthy because, well, you know, I was an addict and well, you know, I, 
had this child and well, I had, you know, some, a couple of like Mm -hmm. mishaps with the law, you know, like I had a couple of things that I just felt not worthy, not to mention, I felt not worthy, not wanted at home, you know, little things like that, that was like, well, if, if I'm not worthy and anybody else doesn't want to invest or help me or support me or encourage me anymore, and I feel like I'm alone, then I'm the only one that can do it. So I'm going to have to figure it out. And that's cool. Like I've got my back. I'm going to figure it out. So I did. You're right. I felt worthy. But at the same time, like I was determined to still get what I wanted. Um, And that changed every season along the way. And I celebrated, I, I'm not kidding. I celebrated some of the shittiest wins that some people would look at and be like, uh, I still wouldn't have lived there. And I'm like, yeah, but the baby's walls were already painted blue. You know, like I didn't give a shit if it still had holes in the floors. Those were covered up with plywood this time, you know, just like little things that it was, I was determined to still improve in in any capacity that it took. And that still played a role as well with, you know, therapists and coaches and whatnot. And now it's a little bit more about not necessarily improving, but accepting and embracing. Mm. Right. Mm. I think that that, which is probably still a level of improvement, you know, um, and, and I think I appreciate it because I think that this is, this is fun. Like it's, it goes to show that this is your superpower, right. Is helping others tell their stories. Because if you're anything like me, whatever your superpower is, is it so natural to you that you can't help it? Can't not do it. Right. Right. (laughs) Like I'm like, I'll be out and somebody will be talking about like that. They want to go on a trip or something. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, when are you wanting to do that? Like, Oh, you know what? Like you could like, and I just immediately start reverse engineering, like on the spot for every single thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what do you guys want to do tomorrow? I'm like, okay, so the time is, and like, we'll just reverse engineer the whole, you know, it's like everywhere I go. And I'm like, Oh, like, see, and I'm like, I can't help it. Like, I just have to be like, I want to be purposeful and strategic yeah. about how we're maximizing this to meet that goal. Right. So, but it, I th- and I think that's it is when you actually lock into that, when you realize that and embrace it, like it becomes a lot more fun and you realize like, oh, I've got something really specific to bring to the table. It's actually my responsibility to do this. I have to do this. Oh, that is a point right there. It, let's, can I just like pause on that? I want everybody to hear that for a second, because you said, it's my responsibility, right? Mm. And here's what I want to point out about that is um, I didn't realize until about within the last maybe 10 to 12 months, I didn't realize that this was not a skill that everybody had. I didn't realize that this wasn't natural. To be frank, about a year, year and a half ago, I would have been like, why are people like not even trying to be intentional about this? You know, like I truly didn't realize it. And a a quick plug for a couple of my gals, right? Like human design really helped me kind of start to embrace like the parts of myself that I'm like, holy cow, like all of that really is in alignment with Mm -hmm. exactly how I show up and how I react to things, but also helped me kind of start to see like, it's not. And then I started to be able to say, stop looking for myself and others and instead yeah. show up with my gifts to help them when it's invited, right? That's the yeah. other part is yeah. when this yeah. is invited and welcomed. Um, but, it, and then at this point, it, it does feel like if I don't say to people, I can help you with that. And I see them struggling. If I don't at least offer or invite them yeah. into my world to let me come and help them, then I feel like I'm doing them a disservice and I'm just going to let them struggle even longer, or it's going to take them longer yeah. to get to their goal. Right. Like, or what if we could just tweak this little 
this intentional spot that you have in your process, like what if we moved that or added this element to it, how much more strategic and purposeful and powerful would that make it right? Little things like that. And so when you say we have a responsibility, I found myself saying this like a lot over the last couple of weeks to people is, is just being like, okay, you realize that this is like what you're talking about. This is your gift. Like that, that you uniquely bring this. So for you to expect other people to just come up to your level, that's actually, it's not even that that's not the design here. Other people will take steps forward because you help them, but, but we just don't, we don't get it the way you do. People don't see story the way I do. They don't live it. I don't, I don't reverse engineer the way you do by any means, (laughs) certainly not. And so I often talk like a, a, it's like a potluck, right? Like we've all got to bring a dish to the, to the table. And, and some people are out there either not bringing something and not showing up at all because they're afraid that somebody's going to judge their dish. They're going to, or, or, or they're going to go to the freaking grocery store and get a bag salad and be like, here you go. Here's my contribution. We're like, no, 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 no. We wanted you to bring your grandmother's lasagna recipe that you cook so amazingly that only you can do bring that to the table. That's your response. That's, that's what I mean when I say like, it's your responsibility. That's it's like, your home cooked meal. <laughs> exactly. That's your thing. And even if it's, it's whatever, I don't know, plain white rice, like you're showing up, there's people just show up and bring something, start somewhere. And some of us are like, yeah, here's an apple pie recipe that's been passed down through seven generations and uses apple only found in the Fijian islands. Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, hey. all right flex but sure and so there's this uh and i think that's the aspect is when you do that the thing is nobody's going like oh show off we're just going thank you thank -hmm. you for bringing your best and and thank you because it's delicious and Mm -hmm. we're better off for having that around the table Mm -hmm. and when you and i show up like that whenever when everybody goes like oh this is what i'm supposed to do and this is why i'm supposed to do it we're all better off for it Mm -hmm. because you're doing what you're uniquely gifted to do Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I'm curious, what are some of the benefits or like the biggest benefits? I'm sure there's a ton of benefits, right? So what are some of the biggest benefits that you've witnessed to people embracing their story? Like once they've recognized it, acknowledge it, accept mm-hmm. it. And then when they step into embracing that and using that for their audience, um, yeah. what's the biggest benefits that you've witnessed? Yeah, there's been a there's been a bunch of people who are like, I've wanted to start a podcast or write it. Like I've wanted to do X thing. Right. And, and podcasts specifically are the people I'm thinking of. And they're like, I just didn't know what it was until I really saw this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, this is what I've been doing all along. And this is why I care. And so I'm supposed to show up and help people do the same. So there's like launching the thing that has been sitting there and you're like, why can't I get over it? Why can't I show up? And the story gives you that clarity and confidence to turn on the microphone and say, I'm doing this thing mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to do. And then you get into like, well, let's talk about sales. Like, let's talk about how this helps people connect with their audience and actually build connections. And I get messages all the time of people saying like, Alex, I shared my story today, just the way that we talked about. And three people responded saying this brought them to tears. And then one person signed up for my masterclass or my program. And it's like saying, because they saw that I connected with them. 
And then yeah. I've got someone who's actually like, you got product-based companies that are talking about their products and their services never ending. And all that we're doing is saying like, just tell a story, hope your mm -hmm. audience see not just here's the product, but you feel like this, our product will help you feel like this. And that's just telling a complete quick story that is better than here, here's the same product, but now 30% off. So what? What's yeah. it going to do for me? And so it gets down to the, the, the real nitty gritty there of, of how we're seeing that bring more website traffic and, and connections to people's businesses. Incredibly well, and that's exciting. just it. I mean, sales and sales, whether that's products or services has always been about solving a problem for the consumer or the client. Yep. Right. And so the difference though, is I do think that, and I'm very excited and grateful that I'm seeing this on a um, movement level is I do think that we're moving from just that. What is the transformation and problem that you're going to solve, you know, for me, the client. And instead it's including, like you're saying the story behind, how is it that you are connected to it? How are you invested yeah. in this? Why would you want me to have this transformation? And so, I mean, maybe it's my Pisces, I don't know, but commercials that really like show that connection, yeah. you know, that yeah. are telling other people's stories, maybe in the commercial or something. I'm like, good for you. Like, good job. That was an amazing commercial. Like my marketing degree comes out. I'm like, yes, you know, like that is yeah. actually speaking a message, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's a huge piece of this is that, you know, we do, you and I both, we do work in a lot of like sales um, in entrepreneurial spaces. Yeah. And uh, I have listened to your episode with Jillian and I was just in awe of how natural that conversation was fluid and whatnot. And I was, remember, I was driving golf cart, putting out postcards in my neighborhood. And I said, this is validating very much of like what Jen, my coach and I have been discussing and how can I get really hyper-focused on, on this in an introduction very quickly. And uh. so I actually have an event this evening. It's a, a virtual event with a bunch of podcasters tonight. And the gal who's hosting, she has a course about, you know, your, your pitch in under a minute. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to tweak this and I'm going to use Alex's recommendations. And I'm going to like record myself, you know, time myself over and over, make sure I'm under a minute. And I started to play with that, including on a call that you and I were on recently um, yeah. and a couple others since. And it's been fascinating because the return on my time and energy for what might be a 30 minute or an hour long call, but really comes down to a one minute moment that I get to speak. Yeah. That one minute has had so much return and connection because of the story. And mm -hmm. so for somebody, which a lot of people who have known me in my space would know that I would tell you in the past, like networking events, like literally in a room with a ton of people, I am not the person that is going up and introducing myself to everybody. And I want to meet everybody in the room. I'm the person that's like with my little people. Like if you come up to the group, I will absolutely have a conversation with you. We will go off on it. We'll probably be really great friends afterwards, but I just don't go seeking that. And it exhausts me. I go mm -hmm. home. I'm exhausted. I have to plan my next morning to start a little later. Like I'm just emotionally, physically, mentally exhausted from it. But now I'm doing it a lot more virtually. I'm in my space. And again, it's my energy that gets to show up uh, like the physical part of it, you know, very small, but I'm very intentional, very purposeful, you know, with what I'm saying, the short period yeah. of time yeah. and it's generating connections. And I'm like, 
this is amazing. If this is what networking <laughs> is, I've been missing out the whole time. Like, I love it. You know, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say thank you, COVID, you know, like in a very like authentic way. Of, I know, right? So much oh, badness totally. out of it. But at the same time, the virtual aspect, I think has been, you know, uh, but I think there's, but there's still the element there of, yeah, how do I stand out? Like, what do I do? And what do mm -hmm. I say? And what, what's like, what, what's the draining part of the conversations that you're having? And then let's, let's dive, dive into that. And it's probably like, I don't know what to say. It's all small talk. Like, what am I, what am surface. I even doing? I don't know. Right. It's surface. And what do we want? We want connection. We want human yes. connection. So if you can figure out how to, uh, see what's below the surface, at least open the doors, open the book, right? Like begin the story loop for people, then they're going to lean in. And that's what you're doing in your intro. When you say that, when you start to say like, this is what I've been doing for most of my life. I had this transformative experience. I started out with a, with a Rubbermaid tote and here I am now running a successful thing and helping people show up with determination, just like I have. Um, I'd love to connect with more. Well, guess what's standing out is that moment, the, the tote. Well, what did that come from? Like after divorce, then people who are divorced are going to lean in. Like they're going to hear those things and go, that's opening a story loop that I want to say, tell me more. Mm -hmm. And most people are out there at networking things going like, here's what I do. Here's how long I've done it. Uh, here's my website. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was okay. always my thing was, uh, and that goes the same for almost any of my relationships, uh, dynamics is I, I just don't do well with sticking at the surface level. If we're there for only an intention to quote unquote network to potentially turn you into a client, like, but if it's not drawing in the right people, if there's not a deeper conversation that's happening, like that's where I really like to light up yep. and shine because, and, the, and I've been saying this time and time again, like, I feel like with the podcast, like, I just keep meeting all sorts of new besties. I'm like, yeah, one right. day I'm just going to like hold an event for every single person I've ever like been on a podcast with or a podcast interviewed and just be like, all right, we're having this big event. I hope to God you guys will come because like it needs to be a huge thing. But the thing that I want to say around where the overall conversation has been um, and your story is that, and you said it earlier, like it's, it's your recipe, but it's the way that you made it. Right. Yeah. And we all have, I mean, I think I met three people yesterday on a call that all, you know, had a child at the age of 19. Like I'm not the only one, this is not mm -hmm. the most challenging thing that any human being has ever gone through. Right. Like, but because I'm telling my story, other people are like, Oh, me too. Right. Like yeah. I wasn't a fuck up. Right. I yep. didn't just screw up and, and get pregnant at a young age, right? Like there are uh, those of us that are, and we had to grow up quickly. And, you know, here we are doing these other things, but here's the piece that I want to say to it is that we can't get that connection without the vulnerability. And here's deeper than that. It's you have to start to accept those things about you and, and recognize, like you said, they are my story. I went through them. Yeah. They are mine and they are worthy. They're worthy of being told because they truly happen. And I'm a human and my story is worth hearing. Right. So, so I, much I, of what I do is just help people see how fascinating they already are and they don't even know it. It's, it's really just like, do you see how cool that is? Or like, do you see how amazing? Holy, you did what? You've been through what? Do you see the connections there? And they're like, I've never seen it that way. Of course you don't. Yeah. Cause it's our you're just story. in the day. You're here well, today. And we're the you're most trying cool. to make it through. Yeah. And we're critical of ourselves more than anybody yeah. else. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. So, 
you know, Alex, for anyone who is just determined to embrace their story and get in alignment with them, what would you say is the first or the best action item for them to take? Yeah, I mean, simplicity is key. So I, I've got, uh, you know, I've got to tell your story and you were talking about one minute. I've got to tell your story in 30 second worksheet that I do. I often throw stories up on my Instagram. Like this is a 27 second story about blank. And just to show that it's possible, you can tell a big complicated story in a small amount of time. And so um, the thing that's probably holding you up is the complicated nature of your story, how confusing and how, how complicated you think it is. Well, I'm basically here to help simplify that. So if you want to go and get that, then I would say, you know, find the worksheet and, um, and start Which we're going to link in the show notes. Absolutely. Fantastic. So simplify the process and find your story and then really get it down to those two words from confusion to clarity. That's my story. You want to know more? I'll tell you whatever else you want to know. Mm-hmm. And that'll open up a story loop for people. So really get this down as simple and clear as possible to a simple transformation that you've been through. And if you need help on that, I'm right here to help you. That's right. And we are, I am definitely going to make sure that we have your link for that 30 second uh, story guide in the show notes, as well as you can find Alex, connect with him, get in his world, DM him, reach out to him directly see how he can't help you. You can find him on Instagram at street says, and Mm -hmm. um, a little birdie tells me that her favorite videos are the dancing videos. I've checked out a few myself. They're a lot of fun. So you want to get in Alex's world because he's going to have a lot of fun with you. And clearly he has a passion for helping people truly embrace their story. So I can't even describe again, like, I just feel so energetic right now. Mm. And like, I could just go and take on the world after a conversation like this. So I appreciate you just really joining me and connecting me with me in this space and pouring into our audience because this is powerful stuff. So thank you. It truly is so fun. You just led a great conversation and I'm so excited to see how this uh, continues to support you, but of course reaches out to your audience and how they found support here today. That's, that's what this is about. So thanks for uh, creating this with me and bringing me in today. Mm-hmm.